Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlight. Enjoy the episode. This episode has been brought to you by the Raw Raw Spirit Team. Building a business can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. We teach small and medium-sized businesses strategies for building a profitable, successful, stress-free business and life. Because guess what? You are more than your business. Through one-on-one training, online courses, and monthly guest experts, the Spirit Team is built on the principle of building each other up in business and in spirit. Try it for 14 days for free. Just head to rawrawconsulting.com and check out the Raw Raw Spirit Team. Bianca Mayers. As a psychic medium and sound healing energy therapist, Bianca's sole purpose is to help you reconnect with past loved ones, to heal and to help you realize your unlimited potential. Creator of Solonar Sound Healing Energy Therapy, Bianca is joining me today to talk about all things spiritual, but we'll be focusing primarily on the power of sound to heal. Now, Bianca has offered to do a guided meditation. What I like to recommend is that you find somewhere comfy to uh, sit or lie down. And it's most beneficial if you can listen to this um, through headphones. So now that you've found a nice comfy place to sit or lie down, I just want you to take this moment to close your eyes and connect in. Focus in on your breath as you breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. In through the nose and out through the mouth. Allowing any thoughts any feelings to leave your body with each exhalation, allowing yourself to become more and more relaxed. in front of your heart space. Feeling this beautiful green light 
merge into your body, feeling its warmth and loving energy surround you. From your head to your toes, feeling that beautiful emerald green light surrounding you. Feeling the love, the peace and the warmth that comes with it.
awareness back to your body. Back to this room, back to this space and time. Connecting in with your breath as you gently breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Feeling completely at peace and relaxed. Gently wiggling your fingers and your toes. And when you're ready, gently opening your eyes. Namaste. Thank you, Bianca. That was beautiful. You're so welcome. I really needed that because I had a really big coffee before we talked and I felt really <laughs> not <Buzzed>. centered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, blah, blah, blah. now I just feel like cool. <laughs> it's good because the way sound healing works is it, it turns off the sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight or flight response. So it brings the body back into balance and turns on the parasympathetic nervous system, which allows you to relax. Well, I definitely feel that. Um, out of curiosity, I couldn't tell whether or not it was Zoom or you. Did you make some of it quieter? And were you changing the sound, like the level of the sound, as much as you were changing, you know, what where you were hitting and, and all that? Can you tell me a bit about uh, I I changed um, how hard I was hitting certain instruments. Okay. Um, and I, I used a lot of different instruments which have different um, qualities to the sound. So some will be deeper, some will be higher. And depending on how hard you hit them is, is the level of uh, how intense the sound will be. Yeah. So what were you using? And then we'll get into a bit about what sound healing is and how you first discovered it and all that stuff. But just for our listener at home who went through that experience as well, yep. you know, what were you using there? Well, first of all, I'd like to ask you, where did you feel that predominantly? That, that the sound? Oh, is there a certain place in the body that you felt it? I was really trying to calm down my solar plexus, honestly, because I think when I drink a lot of coffee as well, I sometimes get anxiety. So I was sort of focused there. Um, yeah, I guess probably primarily that area for me. But then at a certain point, I also noticed that it sort of got me out of my head and allowed me to just center. You know how sometimes when you meditate, you can almost look behind your eyes? Yeah. So it kind of brought me into that as well. So I'm not sure whether or not that meant it was connecting more with my third eye area or whether or not I just was able to take my um, attention into what I wanted to do, I suppose. Yeah. So, so that's the beautiful thing with sound. I find that um, when I, whenever I perform a sound healing or a sound meditation, I always tune in and ask that I play the sounds needed by whoever's listening to bring about healing and um, 
and relaxation to that person all those persons who are listening in so i find that the sounds take on their own sounds with the intention behind them um so that's why i always like to ask people where they felt it um because predominantly the instruments i played are tuned in to f the musical note f okay which is which is the uh, musical note associated with the heart chakra but having said that um, I do have a couple of other instruments that aren't tuned into that. So it's interesting that you're probably picking up on the other instruments where you needed them most. Mm. Okay. So the so I had a I have three different Tibetan um, bowls that I was working with. Um, the predominant one I played with is tuned into the musical note of F for the heart. I also used a chakra chime, which is the really high-pitched, this one, which is tuned into the frequency of the heart. I also used a uh, clear quartz uh, crystal singing bowl, which is this one, which is tuned into also F for the heart. And then another beautiful instrument I was playing is a it's handmade, and I believe I'm one of the only people in Australia to have one, um, and it's called a bajin, and it comes all the way from Israel, and it's, I don't know. It's, wow. Um, it's a whole heap of um, tubes that are tuned into different frequencies, um, and they produce the most beautiful sound. And the base of it is is handmade with bamboo. And it's a very long process in order to get um, this made. I think I waited, I don't know, like eight months to receive it um, because it's, it's it takes so long to make by hand. Um, but the sound that it makes is... Each of the tubes that are on this instrument are keyed into um, different musical notes like this one is F for the heart. But as it vibrates next to the other tubes, it will pick up other sounds so you're hearing more than one note and tone. Wow, beautiful. It kind of reminded yeah. me almost of a xylophone when I didn't know what I was listening out for. And for our listener at home, it's kind of like a, a circular, it's, it's quite big. Uh, it's like a circular kind of bowl shape. And then, um, like Bianca said, there are threads or cords kind of going across it. And then the tubes are sort of placed within that. And then it's got that kind of, yeah, but the tubes are round. I guess they're tubes. <laughs> tubes are round. Yeah, round. they're sort they're of cylindrical. like wind chimes. Yeah, wind chimes. That's right. Hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. And actually, you know, when I was doing my meditation, one of the words that came to me was forgiveness. So that would have been a heart thing. So exactly. Yeah. So that's, that was interesting. Perfect. Just made me recall that after you said that. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe I should be out with it. Tell, tell you. I said, <laughs> I heard that. So thank you for sharing that. That's so wonderful. Where did your foray into sound healing start? Like how did you first hear about it? 
Well, no uh, pun intended, I'm, Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm a big lover of puns, so I might throw in a few myself. But love it. I've always been connected to music, so I was brought up in a household where music was always played, and my mother always sung to me. So, um, from a very early age, I've been connected to sound and to song, and I would always sing through my emotions. So if I was happy, I would sing. If I was sad, I would sing, especially as a teenager, you know, when, you, when you've been broken hearted by your boyfriend and, and you really got to get it out, you put on the saddest song that you can possibly find. Yes. Or, yes. or at one stage for me it was um, Alanis Morissette and that song you ought to know to get the rage out. <laughs> That was one of my go-to albums. We might be the same age. But. Yeah. <laughs> letting, letting that sleep. <laughs> but um, so I also learned lots of instruments. So at school I learned the saxophone, the flute, the bass clarinet and the trumpet. Um, so I have always been that way inclined and I've always liked the way that it made me feel when I played the instrument because when you're playing it's not just feeling it on the outside and hearing it it's the feeling it the internally um that really I felt connected to and it wasn't until uh sometime later I've always worked with healing so that my mother raised me to um always try and heal myself first and she paid for me to um do Reiki when I was a teenager and wow. it sort of started from there so I've been on this journey um for most of my life discovering new ways and um new old ways I should say I'm more drawn to the old ways of how it used to be before other things got involved and getting back to basics and and um not having to use lots of things to be able to heal us because we are ultimately our most powerful healer which we forget because we get so used to having to go to other people to facilitate healing like doctors and stuff like that. Yeah. So through this journey of healing, um, I started watching a um, series called The Pyramid Code. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's, it's all about the pyramids mm. and the healing power of pyramids. Mm. And I have to say my background is as a psychic as well and um, I don't want to sound too airy-fairy, but sometimes when I watch things, I, I feel it triggers memories of past lives or or different information that I'm aware of on a uh, spiritual level, not necessarily a conscious level. Right. And I was watching this Pyramid Code um, episode and it was specifically about inside this one pyramid where they had this slab in the middle and they explained how it was a healing chamber and people would lie on the slab and the healer would go in and would make sounds that would project off different points inside the pyramid that would perfectly hit certain parts of the body depending upon what sound they produced. And so it was used as a healing chamber to facilitate healing in specific places throughout the body. And as I was watching this, all of a sudden I was taken back in time to what I believe personally was a past life where I was doing this. Wow. And that was that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> <laughs> with wow. my focus of, of, of what my future would be. So did it come naturally to you then? Did you have, yes. when you played, I mean, obviously you get the musical background, 
But if you're also maybe tapping into, you know, a life before, you would think that that might have been running through your veins. Well, that's the interesting part is that I started my sound healing journey on my own doing what I intuitively felt was right for the person. So using my background with healing, I, I would then tune in and use the instruments that I had bought that I felt connected to to use on certain clients and it's funny because we get so caught up and I I mean I understandably so but we get so caught up on um do you have a a degree for that or do you have a do you have training for that um so I thought I better go and train with who I can to get that certificate behind my name and it was really interesting because I trained with one of the largest sound healing schools in the world and it was really weird because as I was watching it, I realized this is what I had been intuitively doing. Right. With the instruments that I'd been playing was exactly what they were teaching me. And it was so this is when the realization came to me that really everything we learn from someone else, it doesn't matter what it is, if it's a degree in science or a degree in medicine, it is all started every course that has ever been written every amount of knowledge has come through as an intuitive thought to the person who wrote it mm, yes so all that knowledge exists in the spa- in a certain space which right yeah we so, just tap into it at different times yeah exactly you know it's interesting i don't know if you read uh, sylvia brown's the other side have you read that yeah. book yeah, okay. I've read most of Sylvia's books, yeah. Okay, so anyway, for a listener at home, if they don't know, she sort of talks about, you know, the other side and then there's like areas where there are people who are experts in certain areas and they kind of essentially try to help people on this earth plane by imparting ideas or guidance into them. So that just when you said that, it kind of made me think of, made me think of that. Exactly. And, you know, that's been my guide ever since was when I had that realisation because I have a lot of uh, academics around me who have devoted their lives to study and um, I have to say I didn't finish high school. I left in year 11 because um, I had, and this is another part of my journey too, I had um, personal trauma at a young age um, that... Um, manifested as physical illness okay which which made me unable to do certain things um so that stopped me from finishing um high school so i always felt like i hadn't quite completed everything or i don't know i lacked knowledge in some way Mm. um i then went on to do some university study but when I had this realization that all knowledge comes from one place and it's all everyone can tap into it it made me feel really differently about oh you have to have this degree or you've got to have that degree to be able to be complete or to be acknowledged and knowing what you're talking about yeah yeah I think that's so important because you know especially people who are listening to this show they chances are they're really interested in the subject or they or have already been on their journey. So it probably a lot of the things that you are saying really rings true. And, you know, for me, I guess it's like, it's kind of like you were talking about, sometimes I just know stuff, even if I don't have a certificate to prove it. And one of the things that you you made me think of is it's that self-reliance. It's that understanding that you have everything you need. And, 
you know, sometimes when you meet somebody or you read a book or you watch a movie or a TV show, like you kind of talked about, you know, that seed almost grows a little bit more. And then, you know, while you give light to it and you cultivate that, it blooms. And, you know, I guess that sometimes I'm getting total goosebumps here, but I guess a lot of that is also when you're in a state of flowing. Exactly. It's, it's, it's interesting how when you are in that state of flow that people and opportunities will just come into your path to ignite and grow what that, that path you are already on. And I've really yeah. used that as the driver in my life to take me where I need to go. Yeah. And speaking of that, you had an interesting observation when I reached out to see if you wanted to be on my podcast. <laughs> speaking of that, what happened? <laughs> what happened, Bianca? What are you talking uh, about? So it was, it was because I very often get messages come through and it was, I'm currently in Melbourne, which is in lockdown. Um, so we are unable to leave our home um, or further than five kilometres from where we live at, the, at this present time. Um, so I'm very much homebound um, at the moment. So I'm very lucky that I live right near the beach, which is in walking distance. Mm -hmm. And I also have a beautiful garden. And on the morning um, before you contacted me, I had just walked out into my garden, looked up in the sky and taken in a deep breath. And I just got this feeling, oh, you're going to be on a podcast soon. And then <laughs> I went, oh, that's strange. What, do I have to contact someone? Or um, <laughs> And then your message appeared and I'm like, no, that's it. I'm in flow. <laughs> that's so funny. And you know what's, what's funny is that day I was looking at spiritual groups on Facebook I had never seen before. So I actually joined a group that I hadn't even been in before. And then that's when yeah. I saw you. So it's just funny. It's funny how things just flow. I think that when you're, when you listen to yourself in your own journey, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying before, where, you know, we innately have everything that we need. We just need to learn to quiet the outside to listen to ourselves. And that's one of the big parts and benefits of meditation. And you know, the kind of gift that you gave us at the very beginning of the episode is taking that time to really be here in the moment and listen to what do I need, right? That's exactly it. And that's, and that's what we too often disconnect from in this life because we're so driven by deadlines and timelines and the clock and we don't have time to listen. Yeah. So I think, and that's the important thing about this time is as frustrating as it, as it can be for people, especially people in where I am and, and having our lives thrown into disarray and not being able to, um, to do all those things in a way it's, it's a really liberating time because we have the freedom to be able to connect in and to listen. Yeah. Well, and some people would be avoiding that at all costs. Yes. So that, that would be challenging. But uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So let's go back a little bit uh, when you were talking about, you know, one of my favorite subjects, Lettuce Morissette. And we won't, we won't go into that except to say that <laughs> Dragon Little Pill is probably one of the best albums of all time yeah. if you grew Absolutely. up in the 90s, 80s, 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that you made me think about is you were mentioning that when you're happy, you sing, and when you're sad, you're singing, or, or you did do that. And 
You know, I think that sometimes the power of music is is forgotten until you listen to a song and you're kind of reminded of that. One of the things that I always like to remind people to do is if they're feeling down to put on a song that's going to make you feel better. Often we want to wallow in that feeling and indulge in that. And, you know, if that's your truth, then that's okay. But the power of music, it just, you know, like kind of what you're saying, it gets inside you and it almost heals you inside. So I don't know whether that's vibration or you know, whether it's just your intention to listen to music that's going to up-level you. Because some people, they feel really good by listening to really crazy, like loud, screaming metal music. And they might feel, you know, really just like awesome after that, which is fine. But other people might listen to that and feel the opposite. So, you know, does music kind of connect to different people, the different different types of music and and then do you take that into account with the kind of healing that you do or is the sound healing that you're doing really accessible to all types um the sound healing i do really it's for everyone and i can honestly say i haven't had one person who went you know what that's not my thing because i think using so many different instruments everyone can find a sound that they that they prefer right but having said that, there are certain sounds that will be jarring on people. And as you said, like with I have, I have a cousin who's in a screamo band. Yeah, and it's so ironic because what he sings sings sings. That's an unusual word for that. But um, yeah. what he screams about is about love and light. Right. And I find it really ironic that you hear this. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> But it's all about being peaceful and connected and love and light. And so it's interesting because, well, look, with what I have learnt, we have to be mindful of what we listen to because there are certain frequencies that will affect us over time. But I think when you're in a certain state or mood, it's your intention of what that feeling is going to be when you listen to that music that it has an effect. But where I've moved to is I'm very affected now by certain music, yeah. um, especially words and music. I think that's one of the most powerful things too because words have such power behind them. Yeah. That when we're listening to them, it's almost like we're creating a mantra with these words. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I say just be mindful. You might be listening to a song that makes you feel really good, but when you listen to those words... When you really think about it, how do those words make you feel if you take them out of the context with that sound, those instruments, although it's synthesizer behind them? Yeah, it's true. And you know what you made me think of is sometimes I've listened to, not often, but Louise Hayes' affirmations, right? And it's yeah. just, you know, her YouTubes and she's doing her affirmations. But if, I never really thought about it. Lyrics actually work the same way. Exactly. I, I never really thought about it before like that thank you for that that's, that's okay um, and yeah and it's interesting because I I still even though I said I'd you know knowledge comes from intuition and it's all from one place I still like to learn and I've worked a lot with instruments and I started intuitively working a lot more with my voice but we connect sound healing mainly to instruments and certain type of instruments. Sorry, here we go, I'm talking. And you'll, you'll see where energy moves as you talk about certain things and mine's coming up to my throat right now. So just excuse me for a moment. 
thank you. So um, I have found a teacher who specialises in the voice for sound healing. And if you listen to him, his name is Wayne Perry, he will tell you the only instrument to use to heal is the human voice because it is tuned in to the precise frequencies needed to heal each individual. So I use a lot of my voice um, with my healing. I use certain instruments at certain times with sound baths. I mean, um, I use mainly instruments because people are more accustomed to that than just listening to a voice making certain sounds. But I weave that in um, to healings. But but it is quite amazing how healing the voice is and how powerful words are. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm reading a book right now called um, Instant Rapport. And it's about, basically, it's talking about how some people are auditory, like more likely to be auditory, some people visual, and then other people kinesthetic. And it was saying that, you know, people auditory, like auditory people, very often there's certain sounds or frequencies that really like get to them and they actually sometimes can't even concentrate when they're talking. Have you ever run into the experience of talking or listening to a podcast where you just cannot stand the the person's voice and especially because I think because I can feel the intent behind what they're saying too so very often they will say things but if you listen to the way they're saying it you can and you can actually feel it too you can feel the intention that is behind what is being said and I'll very often listen to things and go you know what that person's not genuine that makes a lot of sense to me now that you say it like <laughs> because I, I have some podcasts I listen to. I will not mention them right now, but the people's voice aren't my preferred voice. They're not, they're in fact, mostly people I, I probably normally would not listen to, but the content is so good. And the, like you said, the feeling, and I guess the integrity behind that, the intention is clear that it's enough for me to enjoy it. In fact. Whereas other people I've listened to and I can listen to somebody for 30 seconds and unsubscribe entirely just based on that one experience. Because our voice, we can't, we can't hide our essence with our voice. Our voice is our inner essence that we share. It's our That's visual so energy, I would like to say, because mm. we, see, we can see each That's other so through good. our voices if we have our eyes closed. If we take away the visual, we can feel what the person's like through their voice. We create an image of what someone is like through their voice. Like when in the old in the old days when we used to have be on the phone and didn't be, weren't able to converse like we are now with um, modern technology, yeah. you would you would picture someone through their voice. Yeah, it's true. And I do watch the voice as well. And I do see on the yeah. blind auditions, but sometimes. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, and that's our true It's always essence. good to throw pop culture into spirituality exactly. conversations, oh, don't look, you think? I love, I love the trashiness of the trash. I can watch Housewives. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't go that deep, but. <laughs> With me, because, because of the way I operate, I'm like always in mode of spirit mode well I like to say spirit mode so I'm always you know 
operating in uh, in a different realm, shall we say. So I, I really need some grounding sometimes. And sometimes I know people go, oh, the energy of those shows. I'm like, you know what? I switch off. That's my switch off mechanism. Yeah. As bad as it is, that's, that's yeah. my personal switch off mechanism because I don't think. You know, there's no judgment <laughs> at all. You just do, I think that comes down to just you listening to what you need for you. Like it's never about, you know, doing something because everyone else is doing it. It's about going, I need this, you know, like I do intermittent fasting. Well, I didn't today. I felt like I needed to eat. So I ate, right. You know, that's such a stupid example, but at the same time, it's, I'm listening to what I need, not what you think I need. Right. And I think that's where often people can get stuck or caught up is when they're not, they have ignored their inside you know, messages for so long, you know, Bianca, I need to ask you a difficult question. I just thought of, what about people who are hearing impaired or that are maybe unable to speak or, or mute potentially, you know, do they, do you think that there, there's something to be said in the healing power of a vibration Absolutely. because you can still exactly. And, and, and because our skin's our largest organ and that's where the sound goes in through is through our skin. So our bodies will react to that. So absolutely. Mm. Um, and I have seen different documentaries where sound has been used even on deaf children and just seeing the response on them, like bringing a smile when certain sounds are played. So even though they can't hear with their outer ear, they're hearing it with their inner being, I think is the best way to describe it. Um, Yeah. One of the um, stories that came to mind is I remember seeing, I think I probably saw this on Facebook or something, but I think it was a young woman took her dad who was hearing impaired to, I think it was a Coldplay concert and they were, oh my God, actually makes me want to, like, it makes me emotional and thinking about it, but she was signing all the lyrics to him while they were at the concert and you could just see him looking at her intently and reading what everything was about and you know just how beautiful that was it just reminded me of that story i'm sure if people google it at home they'll be able to find that so you talked a little bit about frequencies before can you explain what hertz are is that the same thing as frequencies because i do i have downloaded some um hertz recordings because my yeah. friend told me sometimes it helps with stuff. <laughs> uh, and ac- accidentally, you know, when you're into the car and Surrey's DJing for you, and uh, all of a sudden the Hertz <laughs> audio Start came on, and I went, in. oh, I really can't listen to this right now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just uh, what are your thoughts on that, and what can people use it for? Uh, so, Hertz, I, I have to say, I'm a big. Uh, I'm a frequency junkie, I would like to say. So um, if I need to shift anything, I'll listen to specific um, hertz um, or specific frequencies. So frequency, hertz is the measurement of of the frequency. Okay, so for an example, 528 hertz is meant to be the frequency of, of creation, the frequency of love. It's the miracle hertz, the miracle frequency. What? Okay. So that's five two eight, um, and I have specific. I'm writing that yeah. down. <laughs> so if you look, I'll give a reference to um, a YouTube channel that I am the biggest fan of. They're called Meditative Mind, um, and they have a channel on on YouTube <clears throat> that is all frequency based meditation okay. music. So I will 
I, when I have clients um, that come and see me, I, if they've got a certain blockage um, that they need extra help with, I will suggest that they listen to different tracks from meditative mind. Like even if I have a, a, a client who comes for a psychic reading and I know that they have certain issues um, that they haven't seen before from a healing perspective, um, I will still prescribe mm. them. And it's amazing the changes that it facilitates in the body. So everything from clearing wow. negative energy in a space to um, releasing um, grief, um, what else is there? Uh, there's ones for anxiety. Um, there's ones for stress. There's ones for colds. There's ones for everything you can possibly think of. There is certain frequencies that have been put together to help heal and shift um, whatever's you're needing shifting. All right. Well, I'm going to I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, and I'm definitely going to be checking that out. I mean, there's a thing about you know, when I look at you, I can see that you walk your talk because you're so light. You have this beautiful energy and joyfulness to the way that you are. So it's clear that, you know, the work that you're doing and the time that you're taking to t tune in, <laughs> there we go again, to the, um, to the sounds that you need, it clearly is working for you in your life as well. well. I use it. I have certain practices that I do mandatory and when I say mandatory, I do forget sometimes. <laughs> but I, I start my day every yeah. day with a shower. And all my learnings, I've been taught that water is such a powerful magnifier of intention and of sound. Mm -hmm. And we are physically, we're, what is it, some ridiculous percentage, 80 or 70-something percent of our bodies are water. So we react well yeah. to water. So I look at being in a shower is a superconductor for my body. So I make a certain a certain pattern of sounds every morning. I set my intention for what these sounds do. Because I'm working healing people um, and also bringing messages through, my intention every day is to be grounded but to be connected to source or spirit or God or creator energy, whatever you want to call that. So I use mm. sounds to link myself in and connect myself in to the earth and to spirit. But so I'm grounded and connected at the same time. And I've worked with a lot of psychics and healers who don't connect in before reading. They work through their guides or they work through whoever their spirit helpers are. And very often those people are, it's very hard to have a normal conversation with because they're too up in right. the clouds or they they right. get physically affected by people's energies because they're not connecting in with right. intention. Like there's a reason why Exactly. We have to be grounded or else we're, uh, uh, there's some people, I just honestly, you talk to them and it's like you're speaking a different language because they're so up in the clouds that they just can't. They're too up with spirit that they're not connected to this to this earthly plane so it's right. so important that for me that I have to do that connection every day because that way I'm not affected by other people's energies and because I work with so many mm. different people's energies but also that I'm connected to spirit so I hear everything I need to hear but in a grounded mm. way 
Yeah, I like that because, you know, even though there might be a desire, especially reading a book like The Other Side that we talked about to, you know, maybe be elsewhere than here, we are here for a reason or we wouldn't be. Exactly. So it's about making sure that you are putting, you know, all your efforts into being here, but also being there. It's, yeah, it's like connected to Mother Earth and then connected to, um, to the Creator. Um, can we talk a bit about chakras? Do chakras have anything to do with sound healing? Absolutely. And that's the basis of, I have to say, my healing modality that I've created called Solnar Healing, which I am teaching my first lot of practitioners in March next year. It's all based on the mm. chakra system. So there are certain sounds that we make that will help shift and clear blocked energy in the chakra systems. And as for those who know about the chakras, they are connected to different organs, to different emotions, um, to different ailments. And when the energy is blocked in those, that's when it manifests more in the body. So using sounds to release and heal um, is, is one of the, is the most powerful way to clear and heal your chakras. So if you like, I can give you an example of um, the sound for the heart chakra. Sure. Uh, So it's it's really interesting. So the sound for the heart chakra, if you work with, there's different, um, so there's two different schools of thought. There is the the Bija mantra or the seed sounds, which come from Sanskrit. And they are like Vam, Lam, and these are related to uh, the chakras. But then there is the vowel sounds. So I'm more drawn to the vowel sounds. I probably because that's my my ethnicity is more drawn to this. Um, yeah, and it seems more instinctual because what's the sound that you think of when you see a newborn baby? That you exactly. Aww. So the sound of the heart is ah. Oh. And it makes sense, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Because even when something makes sense, you go exactly. Ah. So it's connecting with the heart chakra. Right. So when I do um, healing with someone who has um, blocked emotions. Um, or is sitting with grief or sadness, I will work with them on clearing the heart chakra using my voice or hopefully their voice as well by using the certain sounds that will release certain things in the chakras. We also will go deeper and make other sounds as well, but to start with, this is a really good way. So um, if you like, I'll give you a quick demonstration and you, you should be sure. able to feel it in your heart chakra as I'm doing it. I'm just Okay. So just close your eyes for a moment.
So if you're sitting with grief or um, any sort of emotion or feeling that is affecting the heart chakra or even um, if you have health issues that are concerned with the heart, making that sound is really powerful with help healing that part wow. of you. You know what you made me think of? Thank you for that. That's okay. You know what you made me think of is um, I did a meditation a while ago on Hay House Meditations, put a link in the show notes, and it was Wayne Dyer, and he did he was doing one where he was doing that kind of chanting, the ah, or whatever. And I remember I first started listening to it, and I went, nope. And I changed it right away, and I did not do that. And then another, another day I went back, and I tried it again because Noam was home, and I thought, I don't know, I guess I was feeling adventurous that morning or something. And I started doing that, and I think initially my own voice scared me because it was such a not a beautiful sound. It wasn't like I was singing something to you know to appease myself or or you know sing to a song that I love or whatever. It it felt like a more of an animal type kind of sound initially, and yeah, absolutely, and. It's, it's the energy of it and sometimes it will take, like it took me a very long time to be able to produce a sound like I just made. I mean, I, there was some cracking, so obviously I have some shifting still to do in my heart chakra at the moment. Um, but I was, I had said to me as a child, you sound like you're singing through your nose. So I got really hung up mm. on I sound like I'm singing through my nose. So I would start holding myself back from singing. So I would never fully allow myself to go after a certain age. Right. And um, when I started connecting in with sound, I would go and do these toning circles. And at first I was like pretending to make sound because I was scared to allow, what, what if I make the wrong sound? What, what if it doesn't sound like that? So yes. we don't, we disconnect from our inner sound. So where you're saying that sound, it's obviously, it, it becomes primal and when we first connect into it because it's carrying so much weight behind it. And that's where it can mm. be that real, oh, and some people will go, but this sort of constricting sound because it's, they're trying to move the energy up that's blocked and they might have a blockage in their throat chakra. So the sounds won't be the same as they come up. Or it might be something they're holding right. into and it's that deep voice that's coming up. Right. And then as they learn to sort of release judgment and just be safe to let that sound out, I guess the sound would change over time. It's interesting how you observed in your own self there that you felt that maybe you had a blockage to work through. So you kind of make me feel that, you know, this is something that, so I can't just do it once. <laughs> no, this, this, is, a, this, is, this is a daily, well, when you can, this is the practice. And, I, you know, it's so powerful. And I really, as you said, I really walk my talk and I have an eight year old daughter. And from the moment that she could connect in with hurting herself, because as a toddler, she would hurt herself. And, you know, as a toddler, as soon as they, you know, do something, it's, ah, they start crying straight away. 
So I wanted to, and this goes back, sorry, I'm going off track, but um, I read a study that if you can disassociate from pain with your thought as it happens, you won't feel it as badly or you won't, um, say if you burnt yourself and you don't go straight into the, oh, my goodness, that hurts. If you can somehow disconnect the thought in your head with a feeling, it won't be as bad. So I thought, well, I'm going to try this on my daughter as she grows up and see how this works. So whenever she would hurt herself, I would make a, I would touch wherever it is that was hurting and I would make a sound and I would say, what sound do you need to make? And instinctively as a young kid, she would go, ah, so we would go, ah, and instead of her going into that mode of, ah, she would go into, right, doesn't hurt mode. Right. And and now she's an eight-year-old, whenever she hurts herself, she will touch wherever it is she's hurt herself and she'll make a noise, she'll make a sound. Interesting. And she, it's been her biggest healer. She's learned how to heal herself with this. So, you know, whereas other kids I know, they think, parents think they've hurt themselves so bad they go to the hospital and stuff like this because the pain sets in and they attach that thought to the, oh, and can't disconnect from it. Yeah, yeah, which is a whole other conversation yeah. with identifying with thought and all these <laughs> which we Down do not have hole. time for no, today. Exactly. But yeah, so. <laughs> but I love talking But you about can that. do that. You can use that in anything with yourself. So if I have a sore throat, um, I will connect in and I'll say, ask my body, okay, what sound do I need to make to shift that? Wow. I never really thought about doing that. So I, I know now when, if I ever have that, I'll, I'll think about that because when you talk about shifting that, it's almost like you're saying, okay, there's an energy that's blocked or stored in here and we need to get it out. And the easiest way to get it out is through our mouth, exactly. through sound, where we just almost a deep breath out in a way. But so, as I said, some people are just not comfortable with using their own voices. Yeah. So um, that's why with my the healing modality, the sonar that I've created, it's, it's using my voice until the client's comfortable with using their own voice because if you put that intention yeah. and certain sounds out, you can help facilitate the start in the healing process in the client. Yeah, well, I could feel that in me when you were doing that. You know, you, you didn't feel separate from me. Well, what I visualise is that I'm connecting yeah. in through you and I'm tuning into yeah. that part of your body that I'm working on to shift what needs to shift. Right, because that's why people have coaches and healers and people that assist them because sometimes they don't want to or they're not ready or they don't know how to do the work themselves. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. We're just at our hour. I know it went by (laughs) super fast. Um, The the meditation went by super fast and everything else. Thank you so much for all your wisdom and and your gifts as well today with sharing um, your own sound and and your story. Is there anything that I didn't ask that you wanted to bring up? Because I know we didn't really get into, you know, some of the results that you've seen in your clients or in yourself or through the power of sound. Is there anything you wanted to 
to bring up? Is there anything you feel guided to, to kind of add? I have seen so many powerful changes take place in people's lives from sound. Um, I would say look, the most important thing is allow yourself the time and space to connect in with your own voice. Um, I, I find it especially powerful for people who suffer from um, anxiety, which is, is such, and depression is such a big thing in our society um, at this point of time that I really call to all of you, who, all, all people who do suffer from those things to really get connected in with their body. Because also I find a lot of medication that people tend to be put on for those disconnect us from our body more. Yeah. Yes. Yummy. So I ask you to get back in touch with your body by connecting into your own voice or by listening to frequencies that are specifically put out there to help with those, those issues. Mm-hmm. And meditative mind, like Bianca said, is, is a great resource for that. And then of course you do work over zoom as well. I, I would do, imagine. I do, especially at this point of time. <laughs> Um, so I yeah. do uh, one-on-one healings through Zoom. I also do um, Saturday nights on my um, Facebook page. I do live sound healing meditation and activations. Um, and it's been wonderful doing those because I connect in to people all around the world. And um, just this morning I got a message through from someone in Germany who had uh, listened to uh, has listened to most of my sound healings that I've done live and it's interesting the journey that she's gone on with um, the changes of of herself ha- having listened to them and the shifts that have taken place from it it's quite powerful and I love hearing those stories because um it makes me realize how important this work is well not not realize but it did it, it yeah. validates this work yeah but it made me kind of think about it because like I was telling you before I hit record that you know I've always been a singer I've always sung and written music in the last few years I just haven't because I just haven't felt like I needed to get that out in that way and and I think it's something that I really miss. And I realize now that, you know, if I can release stuff from inside through sound and music, that it's almost a missed opportunity if I'm not taking Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And that's, it's funny because a lot of people that I work with, I say, what have you stopped doing that you love doing when they're in a rut? Very often when we get into that yeah. rut or we get into that into what I call the well when we're depressed or we're feeling down, we disconnect from all those things that we love doing, which is what brings up our vibration. And very often mm. song or, or listening to music or moving to music is, is two of the biggest things we stop doing when we start feeling down, when, but it should be the opposite. So I say to yeah. the people I work with, make a playlist of songs that make you feel good, that have positive words in them, or that are, it's uplifting for you to start listening to every day and see the change yes. that that makes. And it, within a week, if you start listening to songs that are uplifting and are of a high vibration every day for a week, your mood will start shifting. Yeah. And one thing I will add to that as well is that when you set yourself up on that feeling good all of a sudden you're aligned with all these other things that feel good too. You meet 
people you never would have met. You have opportunities that are presented to, you know, to you that you never would have seen before. And it's all because you've set an intention to kind of thrive on a certain level, I guess, you know, trying to not use the vibration (laughs) word and all that stuff. But that's exactly it. And that's what I say. If the universe is guiding us or source or creator energy, if we're denying ourselves, why, uh, why is the creator or the universe going to send us stuff when we're not open and ready for it? So when we start doing things that are good for us, that's when the opportunities open up because the universe looks on us and goes, oh, you know what? You're awake and you're you're doing stuff to make you feel good. I'm going to give you more stuff to make you feel good and bring you into alignment of where you're meant to be. Yes. And then when you get that stuff, all you need to do is go, thank you, thank you, thank you more, please. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I will put a link to your Facebook page and all your contact information as well in the show notes for our listeners at home to, um, you know, to check you out and connect with you. And uh, thank you so much, Bianca, for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Lauren. And, and as I say, blessings to you and be connected with your voice. It is your most powerful healer. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.